0: Business Matters in association with the ATU Donegal Faculty of Business. If you're looking to reinforce your leadership skills, ATU are offering Level 9 Executive Masters in Leadership and Innovation for private and public sector managers starting in January. Take the next step in your career and call 9186206 or email donald.hannigan at atu.ie. I'm Kieran O'Donnell. You're welcome to Business Matters.
1: My guest this week is team leader at Finn Valley AC, Patsy McGonagall. Patsy was to the fore when the club purchased a disused factory in Styrnoiler in the early 80s for £32,000 sterling. Over the last 40 years, the building has expanded to become a vibrant, multi-purpose centre which employs around 50 people, while up to 10 others work at the centre independently. A former lecturer at Lidderkiney AT, Patsy was appointed chairman of DLDC in October 2018. Patsy, you're very welcome to Business Matters. Thank you very much Kieran. thank you. Patsy, over 50 people employed here uh, on a part-time and full-time basis and eight working independently out of the centre. I suppose before we talk uh, about those jobs and those roles in more detail, can we maybe go back to the start of the centre here in snorler and when and how
2: it all began? Ah, it's an interesting story, Clear indeed, and 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 it's, thankfully it worked out very well, man. But we'll go back to the start, as you say. You know, I mean, it's it all began with, uh, as I, as I say, very clearly. You know, I called a meeting to form an athletics club uh, with no great ambitions other than to form an athletics club in the town and the area. Uh, that was my background, so my interest uh, back fifty one, fifty two years ago, and um, then basically, you know, we were we were based in the we were based in the in the Gaelic field for, for many, many years and they were very kind to us and well, that all worked extremely well but I always this notion, you know, I need, I need to get a spot, I need to get a standalone scenario here for athletics particularly and a disused factory where we're sitting now was at that time, this, we're, we're talking early 80s um, and there was a disused factory here it had gone in total disrepair, uh, no windows, no doors, no land but at the same time it was, a, it was a building and it had some space so... Um, um, it, it went up for sale, and you know we gathered, for, to a long story short gathered up the money thirty two thousand sterling at the time. Um, and that was eighty one, eighty two. A lot of money then, you know. Believe it or not, but uh, <clears throat> got it organized. So we bought it at this used factory, and um, the, you know what? What? What would you do at such bad? Just to tidy it up. That, that was my main ambition right back then, and um, you know, to just get it cleaned up, tidied up, somewhere to get in off the street, basically, and then. To look around me and see where where do I go from here over the following years, but most definitely, this is how we ended up here. Um, you know, a disused factory became available, and in and Stranorlar, and I went for it. So go back to the cost, Patsy, Thirty two thousand was a lot of money back then. I it was, and basically it was a case of going to a few people and couldn't be owned. Father God rest him and people like that uh, around the town uh, to sign off for me that time. The way it worked, you know, well, the way it worked for me, I know it was that you, you, uh, have people people guarant- guaranteed you, you know, and then it was, and we probably had a few Bob, but not, not anything like that. And, um, and the butthole Committee gave me a couple of grand as well, you know, that was, that was, um, Pat McMullen's, um, Una McMullen and, um <coughs> he, he, he was my contact person there. So basically, Aye, 32 was a lot of money, you know, I had the kids out selling flags, doing everything that you would do to get a few bob, and got. And then, as I say, X number of people then, very kindly came forward and signed off for me. So the buy-in from the community was key, Patsy? That's all, absolutely. It was always going to be key. But, you know, somebody had to be the boy jumping up and down to get the people moving, you know. And I suppose... Uh, uh, it was about a sign of confidence maybe in me, you know. Uh, uh, maybe I wasn't as mad as everybody thought I was. So basically, uh, it, was more about, um, it was more about getting people on board and they were very very kind They came on board and, you know, they signed off for me. So then, at least I was in here then. So it was over 40 years ago, Patsy, as you say.
1: <coughs> when did you realise that there was a potential to develop a much bigger centre?
2: No, I funny enough, I was thinking about that when I knew I was going to be talking to you, Kieran. You know, I, I never had no grand plan. I have to say very clearly, you know, all I wanted to do initially was just get on the door, uh, tidy up, somewhere for the athletes to come, uh, somewhere they could call their own, uh, somewhere to establish the athletics. That that was a it. wild, simple, wild, simple theory, really. No, ma- no big, big plans. And then bit by bit by bit, i seen opportunities, you know. So, this, what, this is now was a, was a, a bit by bit operation, you know, and never getting too far ahead of myself so that it would catch me. And financially, that is. Uh, so between raising money and getting help, uh, government help or council help or whatever it was at the time, um, it was a case of, um, getting all that gathered up. So, you know, but there was, no, absolutely, there was never a grand plan, um, there is no grand plan, and it's just it is what it is, and it's all part of um, where I, you know you had what you had, and then you, you put a bit onto it, and then you thought, Lord, you know, wouldn't it be a great idea to to have accommodation? And then all of a sudden, you had accommodation. And then, uh, then obviously the last, the big, I mean, the track obviously was was a big was a big plus uh, in terms of the athletics. That is not business wise, but certainly from the athletics point of view. Uh, and that was that, that. That in itself, when I was thinking about this, that was a major achievement because that that nearly cost a million. And um, what year was that, Patrick? I I think that was that was about. 15, 16, 17 years ago now And um, we opened it here one night It's actually, it's actually noted downstairs But I, I just, out of the top of my head I can't remember But um, believe it or not We raised that money ourselves And we raised it We raised it and we got a loan of money And we, did, we got the job done And um, we worked We also we were smart enough We worked with people that we knew and we thrust it, and they they did a good job for us, you know. But it could have went went anyway, but it didn't. It went perfectly. That's always the key of good business, people who you know and people who you trust. Aye, and, you know, aye, and obviously, absolutely. And they have trust in you. You know, sometimes when you take on people to do a big contract, you're always concerned about how you're going to pay them. And, um, I always had to be, I always had to be happy in my own head that I could, I could deliver for them as well so that I wouldn't be left hanging. So, or they wouldn't be left hanging. So, you no, know, I was able to get over this, over the line in all of those situations. Um, oh, scary at times because the pressure, a lot of the pressure would have been in my head. Um, you know, although I had some key people, uh, key people working with me uh, in terms of development. I had. People like Patsy McGinley, Pather McGranna, Neil Martin, and Connor, my own son, who kicked off a lot of stuff then when I got my energy ran a wee bit low. And, um, so, no, so they, they, they seen it through for me. Uh, I have, I have the support of all of the athletics people as well and the community. So it was, uh, it worked out grand. Can you talk to me in a wee bit of detail, Patsy, about the different phases of the development here? Uh well the first phase was really to tidy up the thing and then we got we got a grant from the government, so we put we put a floor in the hall. Uh we fixed fixed up, we put lights in and we put showers in and we, we did that so we had a we had a place that was adapting to people coming and going. Uh but that that was good. And then we built on, we built the front, a frontage, and that, that all sorted that was all sorted. Then um we we, the accommodation was the next big thing to do, to do that. You know, we put 10 rooms. Um, and we thought that would be, we actually, that's one of the things that didn't actually work for a lot and for a while. It, it, it worked and then it didn't work and depend it depend on the world at a particular time at the moment. Um, unfortunately, fortunately and for them and for us, I have Ukrainians in situ. Um, but it, I thought it would be, maybe we, wee bit foolish of me that it would be a great training centre and people would come and do this, do that, but no. Balbofey isn't really a place that you would come to, uh, certainly for a, in a tourist capacity. Did you surprise you, I copped on, I copped on quite quick. Um, so I filled it with, at one stage I filled the accommodation with Brazilians who came to work in the meat factory. Another time, they were replaced by Polish, I filled it by them. Um, and then then but then the h s e moved on and got offices and tit for a while and that worked that actually paid for a lot of the track you know the rent from that and then uh, and then um and then right now I've got Ukrainians, you know, and that's that's grand and they're lovely people and we get on very, very well. So, no, that's all working. Now, the, next, the last big development we had was the swimming pool. And, um, you know, th- there was this big demand for years and years and years for a swimming pool for Balba and Stunarler and there was very little happening, to be honest. And then the Athletic Club got involved then to push on the same people that I'm talking about. And um, we worked with the council. And um, I- I'll say it, you know, we were lucky. Jimmy McDade was the Minister for Sport. And, uh, we got a grant for the swimming pool. And I would say we would still would have no swimming pool only for Jimmy McDade, only for the athletic club got involved, only for, I, I seen the potential of integrating the whole thing on the one site, you know, because there were people out there who wanted to build a swimming pool, say, half a mile from here. Now that, that, that to me was, would have been a foolish endeavor because, you know, you need to, you need to, Put all these these facilities on one site, you know, and um, so anyway, it all worked out grand in the end, and um, we, we put a lot of effort into this. That one was being built, myself and Connor, and uh, we um, we were here every day. I had retired from the it, as it was then Letter Kenny Connor had retired, as you know, from the Democrat. So, bitches we were up every morning. We were down here torturing the boys, you know, and we got the job done, and we kept an eye, and you know, and uh, they, they worked very well with us, and it worked extremely well. Looking back on
1: the effort um, and all the energy that you put into put the swimming pool here. What's your view of
2: it now, Patsy, looking back on it all? Oh, well, it's, it's, it's an, you know, I look at it now as a bit of a legacy for the community, a completely a legacy for the community. Uh, you know, it's going to be here, you know, I'm not going to be here, but it's going to be there for all, and there's thousands using this place, you know, and it's an integrated facility, and, um, you know, it's it, it's working, it's actually working. It's, it's a kind of a, you know, Buffet to be honest about it, as a, as a, in St. is a place, it's a small enough community. And for a facility like this to survive, everything needs to be working. And there needs to be people coming on that door, uh, whatever door it happens to be. So basically, that's happening. And it's working. And hopefully it will continue to work. Now now we're we're obviously like everybody else at the moment, not crying crying about it, but we're under pressure. Energy's an an issue right now. You know, it it's challenging us, you know, energy um the the energy to run the place to 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 pay the bills, but but we're doing it and we're ahead of it and so far so good but 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 it does it does take a big hole out of it, you know. Were we right in saying that the swimming pool was the final piece in the jigsaw here? Oh, absolutely. I. It was. Aye. There is, there is, of course, we're waiting on plan permission now for full-size Astro down here. Um, you know, that, that plan, it's within board planala. We're waiting to see if that's going to happen. We'll know by the end of January, uh, whether that's going to happen. That would be the next development. But most definitely as it stands at the moment, as it stands at the moment, um, that was a, that was a, that was so important that, um, you know, parents could come in, there's a new school across the road and all of that. So it's all come together extremely well. Pastor, you mentioned there earlier in a the conversation,
1: uh, I mentioned there was no grand plan, maybe no grand plan written down in paper, but
2: there must have been a plan in your head all the time. Well, there always, they're always, you know, you could be out for a run or you could be out ch- chatting or you could be having a pint and you would say, Lord, you know, I think we could do this. And I was lucky as well when I had these, well, we'll call them inverted commas, mad ideas, you know. But but at the end of the day, Kieran, people supported me, you know. They let me at it. You know, I didn't waste a welder the time at meetings, and I didn't waste a weld of the time having debates. Was well, so it more asking for forgiveness than asking for permission? At times? Well, it was aye people yeah, you could see that. But in fairness, no, the people when I went with the ideas to my own people, they were, they were they were deadly. You know, and I was talking big money at times, and they they just they just let me roll, and they had confidence in me. And thankfully, thankfully, we got there. You know, to where we are now. That is, you know, so no good. And then. You know, we could relate to, to the to to you know what you know. It was about two things, I suppose. You know, and your your business uh, a podcast kind of relates to it. It was about leadership, and it was about an about initiative. You know, and it was about innovation, and that that's what it is. At, uh, you know, I, I was leading it, and people went with me. And uh, innovation, it's innovative in, in a small area, and, um, and it's and it's working. So um, that's that's the two key Key elements to it, but no, most definitely people supported me, and you know it, it's brilliant because there's great opportunities here. For I mean, for example, if you take the swimming pool, a, a lot of young ones working over there, students and that, you know, and then there were there were some of them, a lot of them working part time, and it's a start off in life, and it's a few bob, and there's other elements to the place where people are working part time, and it's um, it's getting them things, and then there's full time workers, and there's managers, and there's admin staff, and there's marketing staff, and there's all of that. So it's no, no, I would have to say. You know, people ask me about it and I just say, no, 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 I'm happy it's going grand, you know, and um, we're we're working through it. What was the biggest challenge that you would have faced, Patsy, in the years of building up the centre to what it is now? I suppose the biggest challenge would have been money at times, you know, because you were saying, we'll do this, and then it, it rolled on to a greater to a greater level than you thought it was and there was more there was more money involved than you thought there would be so you worried about you worried about where it was going to end up you worried what the final figure was going to be and you worried that were you going to be able to pay it you know and and um you know, so that, that that would have, and you took I took whatever kind of a character I was. I took all that pressure on my own head. You know, because I was just made it through the idea up there in the first place. So I thought, right, take responsibility for it now. So now we, we we're lucky and we have no debts and we are where we are. Um and as I say, this, this, we're we're in with the swim, we're in with the council regarding the summit pool. We're we're fifty fifty on that in terms of of the board and management and all that kind of crack. And uh, the rest of it, we we look after ourselves. So um, it's a big challenge, but it's look, it's it's. I'll say it again, uh, 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 it's it's working. Uh, you mentioned the people that are employed directly in the centre. Can you talk to me a wee bit about those who are employed independently of the centre and are based here? Ah, that's interesting, you know, because a lot of people then have ideas to, to, you know, to deliver things like uh, dance, music, yoga, all, all of that kind of thing. Children's uh, in the morning for mothers. and so, oh, There's a way of elements to it. So these are things that people just hire space from us. And, um, you know, it's... It's their livelihood to a point, and, um, you know, we let them at it. And, um, it's great to see them doing well. And we, we, we market for them and we, we help them and support them as best we can. And th- at the end of the day, Kieran, they're all, they're all, they're local people and you're just glad to be able to help them. And it's all about, um, it's all about, it's all about encapsulating everybody, you know. And th- one of the other things that we've done, and it's, 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 it's business related as well. You know, the more people you can get in doing different activities and we are open to all sports. We're open to everything. Um, you know, so they're paying a few bob. You know, we're paying our expenses and it's it's all just all about adding it all up at the end of the week or the end of the month or whatever, you know. So the more people, the more activities, the more things, but certainly there's probably about eight or nine, ten people um, developing their own world, you know, through activity and they're getting a few bob out of it and good luck to them, you know. So, along with providing
1: uh, well-being services mm. uh, for the community, um, those jobs are here
2: as well. So how important are those jobs for the area, patty oh, Well, they're important to the people and the families and, uh, you know, even uh, the cafe there, you know, and things like that, you know, part-time and students again. And, you know, just look, there pe- there's people of that age, you know, uh, uh, they've gone to university, they go home at the weekend. Um, there's people, you know, that that... Got maybe somebody to cook something you know that that's a job two or three jobs in that regard so i mean there's there's there's, there's it's very important to them i mean their families are dependent on that so some in some instances in other instances it's 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 uh it's pocket money for the student it's a pocket money for the the young person and it's um it's it's easier on the families. You know, it's it's easier on the families if they have the sense to save their money and you know look after it. So you know, there's a, there's a lot like that. Plus, it gives them it gives them a, a toe in the water of, for example, in the leisure world, it gives them a toe in the water for um, what what they might want to do in life. But if they don't, well, sure, listen they'll get they'll get their degree and they'll get whatever they're going to do, and they'll be able to move on anyway.
1: Go back to your early days in Balbethay, Patsy. Uh, I know you would have got a fair insight into what business life was like
2: and your own family situation. I, 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 you know, but you do all that kind of announce to yourself. But my mother was a chemist locally and she was, she was, you know, she was, uh, she built up a chemist business, a chemist, a pharmacy business here in Buffet And, um, you know, my father, was in the army obviously uh, and um, he retired he bought a wee farm up outside of Bal Buffet um you know when he retired into the army and there was you could see how how they were working but my mother was a serious driver. She was a serious um you know came from very little In terms of financially background, but she, she, she was a goer, you know, and you, and you, you, sometimes you only realize that when they're gone, you know, Um, when you look back and say, she did this, she did that, she did the other thing, but she was, no, she was um, prepared to have a go, you know, and she, she was a, Positive woman in terms of women weren 't so involved in any, many aspects of outside their own environment she got involved in credit union she got involved in politics she got involved in the golf club she got involved in that. so did my father but he, he was he was in the army obviously i the army at a time uh, up here became. Obviously, it became OC and Raquel, but it, it became a bit tricky, you know, because of the troubles in the north, you know. So that's another story. But at the end of the day, um, no, she, she, they were they were great examples to to me, and you know. In fairness, and people people in my generation uh, will relate to this, um, the, the big thing in those days, you know, your mother and father just, all they wanted was to work hard to, 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 to provide for you and ensure that you did better maybe than them. You know, that was the kind of, there was a bit of a psychology about that in life, you know, that, you know, there was no big holidays, there was no nothing. You know, they just, that was it. And they weren't exceptional in that regard. That was, that was the generation... That before my generation, that's the way it was. They were only interested in doing their best for their for their children, you know. And would your mother and father have been inspirational, Patsy, uh, throughout your life? I there would have been. I there would have been absolutely. And again, you know, it's it can it, 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 you know, have seen only again when you sit back and think about it because you're living through life with them, and you don't you don't stand back and appreciate it as much as you should. But to be honest, I absolutely and inspirational and we give you a good grounding you know, and. You know, the, as the man says, they put manners on you, you know. <laughs> Tell me, did you ever have any ambition to get into the same business that uh, your mother wasn't into? No, not really, no. No, me personally, I, I would have, my first choice would have been leaving, I went to St. Collins College in Derry, and uh, I was a boarder. And uh, my my first call would have been the army, uh, an army officer, and... um. um for some reason that didn't happen for me and then I went to England uh, to study then for physical education, you know, and I was lucky, actually when I look back at it again, I was lucky along the way, you know, I had some good people over there that supported me and Got me on the right road and stuff, you know. So, and also, it also gave me, it also opened up doors in athletics for me, you know, educationally. And, um, I was able to bring that back and, uh, influence as much as, as much as any people wanted to be influenced and, and stuff. So that was, that was the recreational end of it, you know, and the business end of it, the business end of it, you know, you made mistakes too, you know, and you just, you had to deal with them. And, um, so I was learning. I was actually learning that, and I'm sure people in business would sell say the same. You know, there's no guarantee I won't make more mistakes, you know, if I'm around it much longer. So, that's just, that's it. You learn as you go. Uh, would you agree that clubs have to be run like a business now to survive and be successful? Well, there's two options, isn't there? And they're, they're not as, they're not, the options aren't as clear now as they were 20, 30, 40 years ago. 20, 30, 40 you could fundraise. You're continually fundraising. People, are tortured. They don't want to see you coming. And it's a torture anyway. It's a torture for the people that are fundraising. So basically, I, I kind of decided that very, we had all the lot of stuff. We had all that we had everything. And to be honest, it was a torture. And uh, and um, I, I, very very early on, I decided, nah, you got We've got to be able to generate money. That's gonna. That's gonna that's going to keep the athletics going, that was the big number one, obviously, so generate enough to keep the center going, of course, but also to keep athletics going and be in a strong enough position to support athletes and do what we had to do and and keep providing providing and upkeep the facility that they were using so no, it was a different word, different word. Raising money back in seventies, eighties, you know, you had the big dinners and you had the hundred pound tickets and you know you were it was you were certainly making big money, but um and you were gathering the stuff. But and I used it then for development. But the reality is, nah, I don't know. I, I wouldn't be no. Nah, very early on, I said no, nah, forget about. It. Uh, as much as possible forget about the fundraising surely some sponsorship most definitely you know people want to come on board with you but try and be as self-sufficient as you can and then nobody's going to knock you down you know Pazit you mentioned the fact that you have more time since you retired uh, you were based
1: at what is now Donegal ATU previously Lidikini uh, IT
2: and initially, there kind of Regional Technical College. Can you talk to me a little bit about your time there? Ah, well, that was, that, look, that, that was part of the reason that I was kind of successful too, but not only in athletics, but developing this place. The people, the, pe- the people give me my head, you know, they were very, very supportive of me. They were seriously supportive of me, uh, all the various people who ran the show down there, you know, and without going into any names, you know, and I, I couldn't have, I couldn't have developed the athletics, number one, without, uh, without, without that support. I couldn't have went on to do what I did internationally without their support. And certainly I couldn't have done this, uh, without their, their support too. And there, we'll take a break.
0: Business Matters, in association with the ATU Donegal Faculty of Business. If you're looking to reinforce your leadership skills, ATU are offering Level 9 Executive Masters in Leadership and Innovation for private and public sector managers, starting in January. Take the next step in your career and call 9186206 or email donald.hannigan at atu.ie. You're welcome back. Before the break,
1: Patsy was talking about the support he got at Little Kennedy IT until he retired in
2: 2012. And it was, it was never, a, never a spoken thing, but they didn't, maybe the best way to describe it, they didn't trip me up. And um, they, they let me go. I did my job, you know. Uh, a lot of people didn't understand how I operated, but the reality is I got the job done and, um, and it was a great environment. It was an absolutely, a third level institution in Donegal, in a rural place, and you live only 20 minutes down the road, and I said this to you, member, remember one time before, you know, you couldn't beat it. You know, and I, and, and, and I have to say, I appreciated it. You know, I think that's key as well, you know, to, to, to appreciate when things are, when you're being supported and when people are with you and when that. So now I have massive, uh, regard for the people that I work with at the ATU. How proud are you, uh, of the fact that, the college has become now uh, university status? Oh, it's massive. Uh, I think you know, not only the university status, but the impact it has made in the whole environment in the county. I mean, it's, it's a credit to everybody. It's an absolute credit. It's a great success story. It's an absolutely... I mean, it's... Not only is it massive for Letterkenny. Kelly I mean, when you think of the numbers game... I mean, when I started... In, uh, regional colleges, it was back in 70, 72, because I had gone back to England. I taught in Glenties for a couple of years, which was, which was absolutely brilliant. I loved Glenties, I loved the people. Um, and then I went back to study again, and then I came back again in 72. And, um, the, the, I think there's a bit, 150 or 160 students, you know, your father would have been about, he'd tell you. And um, basic, basically, you know, look at it now, I think it's, uh, and the opportunities and the diversity and everything, you know, I could go on and on and on about it, but it's uh, it's something else. Tell me, how did the pandemic uh, impact on things around the centre here, Patrick? You know, I, I, I did an interesting thing, uh, which, which not everybody agreed with. There was this big thing, uh I uh, the outdoor facilities the, the, this 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 direction came from athletics and just close everything, close the gates, close everything and i just I just refused I refused to close every everything I kept the place open because I formed an opinion immediately that families and people probably have forgotten now how how they felt in their own homes, but I remember thinking nah there's people going to come down here and walk about and the wains will play and you know the parents will get out along with them and uh, you know in their own time, not on an organised basis but I, I kept this place open seven days a week all the time so that families and everything, it, it was it was a great decision in my opinion because you know I used to come down here and meet people and people were happy to come down and play and children play and it because there's nothing else How and did the, you spend the time over the pandemic? Oh I just came down here as usual <laughs> I came down here as usual but just, I you, like everybody would probably tell you this keen about that pandemic. you know the first couple of months was class because you were you were off the you, were, you got off the railway you know and you were able to settle down you' sit in the house for a long time, which never, never, never did I do so i just I just loved that, but then, when it came around twice or three times, I thought no nah, no 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 i can 't i 'm not able to stay this so i had to get out, but no nah, no, nah, you know the weather was great that first lockdown too, as everybody remembers, and you know we took advantage of that and you know, it took, you know, I linked more with my family than I generally would, and I loved that. But, but um, no, no, I was glad, and that's how I handled the pandemic. I kept the place open, made it as made it as easy for people as possible, and as long as people didn't abuse the place, and that you know, let them at it, you know. Did you come up with any ideas over that time? <laughs> Did I come up with any ideas? No, not, not not particularly, no. not. There were some things that became clear to me, you know, clearer to me than than there would have been previously. I've kind got of time to think. Um And if I, was, if I was to tell you now, I don't bloody remember, but I remember thinking, you know, I, even in the world, believe it or not, it's a negative thing, I suppose, in many ways, security. You know, I remember thinking, right, you know, this happened, that happened, you know, I need to... I need to watch that because the world is changing, and I will need to look about that stuff, like really stuff like that. But no, nothing dramatic, nothing dramatic. I just kept keeping it simple, letting people come and play. That was that was my experience of uh, in their own time uh, of the of the pandemic in those early days. Tell me, Patsy, what's the best lesson that you've learned in your role as team leader here at Fan Valley? I think you're. I think if you bring enthusiasm to anything, and you bring energy to anything, and you bring belief. To something uh, I think you can you can achieve a hell of a lot, you know I think there's a lot of um, I think there's a lot of nonsense chatted about so much now, you know in the area of sport, even you know you know you know you know just I think if you've got this mental positive attitude and you don't see the downside, you'd be sensible, obviously you have to be sensible in your approach, but if you're coming at this and you don't you're not going to get bit. You just ain't going to get bit, you know, you're going to find a way. And people will throw up barriers, but you'll, if, you have, if you have the the resilience to find a way around them and hammer on, that's what I learned. And, you know, you know, there's no, you know, and I quoted this many a time, but there's no line in the sand that says you can't cross that line. You, there's, you can achieve, you can achieve, but enthusiasm, energy, and so on. The energy was key energy was key and positivity was key and, and, and through all of that you know um, if I was starting now at this stage of my life I don't think it would be as I would, wouldn't impact anything like it back then because I just got up and went at it every single day. Would you do it all again? I I probably would Kieran. I would I because I, I never thought too far ahead I never thought too far ahead and you know you always thought well that's it now and then a year later that's it now and then again that's it now. But so you just kept, you just kept, you just kept trying to improve. I had wild belief in my community as well. I had belief, I wanted to do the best for my community. Um, you know, it sounds, it sounds a wee bit, I don't know what it sounds like, but basically I did. I believed in the community and the community has changed uh, as of all communities. But um look, as I, as, I, as I alluded to earlier in the conversation, you know, the, 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 the legacy is there now the facility is there the people can you know th- things things that really chuffed me here um was like the rugby kicking off you know and there's really, you know, and a struggle for a bit, but it's getting on its feet right now. And that, that was, that was seriously positive. And then other things we did in athletics really chuffed me, you know, Scrooge Athletics and all of that, you know. But uh, rugby was a thing, it was, there was zero, 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 zero rugby. But now it's kicking in big time, you know. And, um, you know, there's, there's there's stuff like that. So I'm pleased about that, and I'm always open to open to somebody. That come, I'm always open and hoping people will come along with ideas and say we'd like to try this. And she, so, you know, just say to them, "Sure, have a go and see how it goes, and we'll we'll, we'll chat about it then." You know, pasty you
1: mentioned uh, the importance of resilience uh, and energy. Was there ever a stage in the process where you had enough and you thought maybe I'm just going to pack
2: this up and I'm not going to do this anymore? No, I suppose, act you have these, you have these fleeting thoughts, you know, that when you're fed up and things are going against you and somebody's fucking annoying you and, you know, somebody's stressing you out or somebody is coming at you with a negative head on them, you know, and you think, I don't really need this, you know, but no, give yourself a day or a half day or a day or two or, you know, that you'll, you'll kick back, you know, if, if it's your, if it's your nature, if it's your nature, you'll kick back, um, but, you know, Course, the the challenge now for here is succession, is 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 for the next generation to, to, to you know to to pick up to pick up the baton and and uh, make sure it keeps rattles on, you know, and continues to maintain itself, you know. What gives you most pride and most satisfaction when you look back at it all now? I I, I just I, I look sometimes, sometimes I never actually stop and admire it. Uh, people ask me that question quite a lot, and I never stop. I always think, well, tomorrow's another day. Now I need to do this, and, and the next day I need to do that. This week or that week, and that's me thinking all the time. So I don't ever stand back and say, "Lord, wasn't this was a great achievement?" I've never, never done that, but. Um, the odd night, you know, I would, if I had a couple of pints in me, I would go down and I'd, be, I'd go out and, and, and a, and a moonlit night, and a moonlit night, and, uh, go out and, 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 uh, wait for a taxi and think to myself, Jesus, grand old spot, you know, and, uh, that, that, but I don't, I don't dwell, I don't really dwell on it, but it's, it, it is, it is, it is, um, it is it's, so, it's something hopefully the community are proud of. That's, that's, that's probably as, as important as anything, as long as they're proud of it, you know. Patsy, you were
1: involved in DLDC
2: and appointed chair back in October 2018. you enjoy that work? I enjoy it too because it's community related. You know, it's, it's community related and all the people that are there. And luckily the staff are brilliant and, and they, they're actually ideal. You know, they relate, relate, relate. And I always have read relate, have the fact about DLDC that, um, you know, they're of the people. Basically, of the people, if you want to chat to somebody, they'll chat to you. There's a lot of statutory bodies now. It's a, it's a, there's a barrier there immediately. I mean, getting them on the phone even, getting anybody to chat to you, getting somebody normal to sit down and chat to you and tell you, no, 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 you can't do this, you won't do that, that won't work. The great thing about, I feel the great thing about DLDC, people will talk to you. And if, you've got, if you need help and if they can help you, basically they'll help you. What would you attribute the success uh, of DLDC C two? Well, that's, I'd say, I would say the staff. I'd say the staff. If you got the wrong staff, um, but they they have bought into the into the community, and um, the outcome the outcome then is that they, that they, that you know people are relating to them, and people are coming forward, and people are, and you're you're just like no more than like here. It's a, it's a it's a bigger story. It's you know you they want Donegal to. To, to move on, you know, and even more recently, you know, they have worked well with the Ukrainians. They worked well with the the food banks and stuff, all that during the pandemic and all. They they really proved themselves. Now, they I would be very very proud of how the staff have have are are working through the community. Do you feel sometimes that the work of the DLDC maybe goes under the radar at times, passing Oh, it does. I it really does. I and I suppose it's a challenge for them for DLDC itself. You know, it's a, it, it's to get to get their message out there. Well, most definitely, that was my first, absolutely first reaction uh, when it went in to say, you know, you know the awareness is not there. But I think little by little now it is beginning to kick in. People are beginning to understand that they're there, they're there to do everything I have just said. So, no, 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 DLDC is the most positive organisation.
1: Patsy, you've seen and mixed with plenty during the years. Is there a person in business that you admire most?
2: Well I suppose if I stayed in my own community John Michael Henley has to be admired You know, large service. I mean, again, in terms of employment um, You know, I would imagine he's more than 100 employed And, uh, you know, he survived good times and bad times And all of that, you know And he's a credit He's an absolute credit And, uh, you know, I'm happy to say I remember him as a young fella Working in Dunleavy's over the town, you know In the shop And um, what, he has, what he has done You know, and he's a quiet man you know, he's not jumping up and down or anything yet for attention. he's, he's got on with it and he's been. Nah, he, he he's the man. He's and local and locally, locally, I, I would um, have. To, he he jumps to my mind straight away. What's your view of the economy locally here in the twin towns and the Thin Valley area? I'd say we're a kind of a hinterland town. You know, um, I'd say. If you were standing the top of Stoneorler or the top of the cars are going out out of this town during the day out and coming back in the evening, I have no, I have no statistics for saying that, but I would imagine you know what is there? Um, the schools, you know, this place here, Mulrines, Michael Hennies and so on. You know, so basically, it's um, no, no, it could have done, it could have done with. could have done with 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 a few, maybe something major impacted what major impacted in terms of employment in on site you know in in the area, but. Um thankfully it's a good enough town. Um, you know, most, towns are under, are under pressure right now, I should imagine, because, you know, the, the social interaction is so important. This is why this place is so important. And, um, you know, it's, thankfully, thankfully people are buying into this place, because, what what is the alternative? You know, you know, it's um, not, it's a challenging time. Socially, it's a challenging time. Mentally, it's a challenging time. And, uh, Anything, anything anything positive that this place brings uh, in terms of employment, in terms of socially or mentally, you know, you have to be proud of. That's someone you have to be proud of, you know, because I see people of my age and, and younger going into the swimming pool and I talk to them and I know how good they feel, you know, and, you know, they're not sitting in the house depressed. They're, they're, they're out there and they're meeting people and they're talking. And you see, there's a lot, there's not a lot of people talking anymore on a day to day. And I notice here, you know, people are talking and I, 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 I kind of relate with the people when they're coming and going and from the swimming pool or doing whatever, yoga or whatever it might be. I try and engage and, you know, have a week, ah, just a friendly conversation. And people are delighted to stand chatting, you know. So there's, there's all that positivity, which is very simple, but it's necessary.
1: Patsy, athletics has been a huge part of your life, for all of your life.
2: Um, is there a standout moment or standout moments when you look back on your involvement in the sport now? Well, I suppose, in terms of world athletics, I suppose China and the medal in Sydney was, was it'll be the, it will be the standout moment. But there were many others, big big time. But I suppose if you work backwards from the Olympics, that was a that was big one. Um, and then... Ah, there was my own uh, achievements then in athletics, you know, in terms of the teams and the stuff, in nationals and going to Europe and all that crack. But one of the things that I'm particularly proud of, for for uh, it, with a view to the sport, is the school's athletics. You know, it involves thousands; it has involved thousands. It's kind of the springboard for pretty much. Pr- Particularly in East Donegal, springboard for and particularly, particularly fair play to the schools. You know the Letterkenny schools, schools around here. Particularly, they've one hundred percent bought into it. And um, you know that that was that was actually didn't happen, didn't happen naturally either. You had to work at that. And um, I think we've eighty or ninety schools now on board. You know and. Look, you're given opportunity to children. If they want to do athletics, they do athletics. If they want to do athletics for a while and they want to go on and play football or do whatever, good luck, good luck, good luck. I've never had an issue with any of that. Um, so basically, the schools, the schools program has been someone I've been very proud of. But in terms of achievements, obviously. You know, even, even, even to even on this this particular year. You know, we out of here. You know, Finn Valley. We had about we had thirteen athletes that 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 qualified for major games. You know, had qualification. You know, um, rankings. So you know, Commonwealth Games, European Championships, Olympic uh, World Championships. Sorry. So you know, that was a good year. But somehow, I've come to kind of deal with that and just walk on. You know, um, probably if that had happened earlier in my life, I'd have been a wild. Torture. I've been torturing everybody to tell that story, but it was—it's a good year. Look, I'm happy that it's still alive and well and still active. And you know, some elements of it aren't as strong as they were. Um, that annoys me, but but it's still there. We're st- we're still very active. Still hundreds and hundreds of people involved on a, a weekly basis. So good news there and great to see young children primary school children achieve you know even as of today we're sitting here at Fun valley into Derry today and in belfast today we had athletes and they did well so you know good luck to them and finally
1: Patsy, as we head into 2023 <clears throat> What lies ahead for yourself and Fenn Valley?
2: Well, just kind just uh, continuing with continuing to fulfil the needs and the challenges and and meet the challenges. That's what really stands stands to me. And keep keep the, keep the, the athletics flag burning, and then make, and, and then obviously ensure that all the people that are employed here have. Or we're, if we were chatting this time next year, that they're still here and that there may be a few other people um, generating something out of here and they're making a few bob out of it and it helps her family. So good luck to them.
1: Pastor McGonagall, team leader of Fun Valley, thanks for taking the time to talk to us on thank, Business Matters.
2: Thank you very much, Ciarán. Thank you.
1: Well, that's it for this edition of Business Matters. Thanks to my guest, Pastor McGonagall, Thanks to Kenneth Wilson on Sound. And thanks to you for listening. If you'd like to get in touch with the programme... Drop an
0: email to businessmatters at heidenvideo.com. Business Matters, in association with the ATU Donegal Faculty of Business. If you're looking to reinforce your leadership skills, ATU are offering Level 9 Executive Masters in Leadership and Innovation for private and public sector managers, starting in January. Take the next step in your career and call 9186206 or email donald.hannigan at atu.ie.